Howdy. Howdy, howdy. We got to stop doing that because I do not live anywhere near you and nobody over here talks like that. Hey family, this is Alvin Shia, and this is a very special 17-minute podcast with LaFoulinay. Why? Because it's the 40th. 4-0. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Stick around. More fun to come. Here are your hosts, LaFoulinay. I'm a Gemini, so I do whatever people do before me. We're freaking chameleons. You sound one way, I'm going to sound just like it so that you and I can get along. Geminis are considered twins. That actually has a little bit to do with soulmates. And that goes back to Plato's synopsis as told by Aristophanes. In Little Nas' Mondaro video, there's a portion where you see a tree and you see writing that's in Greek on the tree. Ooh, what does that writing say? I noticed that when I watched the video, but I didn't take time to look it up. The writing says, since their natural form had been cut in two, each one long for its own other half. Oh, so it is about soulmates. Now, I know it comes from Symposium by Plato, but Aristophanes, who was a comedian, did a whole piece about it. He was trying to explain the nature of humans, where we came from. According to him, at one time, there was three types of humans. There was male-male, which is the Gemini, male-female, the androgynous one, and then there was female-female. According to him, they were offsprings. The male-male were offsprings of the sun. The female-male were offsprings of the moon. And the female-female were offsprings of Earth. That's so weird because usually the moon ends up as the feminine side of things and not the androgynous side of things. I think Mother Earth is the feminine side of things as well. So we got two females? In a sense, there is two females because the moon and male are androgynous. So there's a female side of the moon and then there's a male side of the moon. We think of Earth giving birth to life and so many things. You get to talk to Aristophanes. It was his comedy show. I thought that was interesting because this is where we come up with the idea of the Gemini twins. But at one time, we were all born as one. And of course, the male-male was the strongest, but all of them decided to war against the gods. And as a result, to try to lessen their power, Zeus cut them in half. And from that point on, they all long for each other's half. That's why you say, my better half. Where does the idea of male and... You complete me. (laughs) Right. So what was you going to say? I was going to say, where does the idea of the necessity of the female come in if the Geminis were male-male? What do you mean? Explain that. I don't know what that means. If the beings were created originally as male-male and then the god decided to split them in half, it seems to me that they were still just a bunch of males running around. Yes, which is back to the Montero video. So if there's just a bunch of males running around, when do females get to come into the picture? Why do they show up? And are they truly necessary for the continuation of the human species? Or do we just need a god to come and split us down the middle all the time? Well, when the gods split them initially, what happened was they split them so that they faced one way, but their genitals were on the backside. And so they were frustrated. Getting back to your question, you know, it said that there are three types of humans, three types of genders. One male-male, one female-male, and one female-female. Oh, so there were three types, and they were all joined at the hip, to say, and the gods separated all of them, not just the male-males. 
they all agree that, hey, we shouldn't be tolerating this God bullshit. Let's not let the gods rule us. Let's rule ourselves. And so they warred against the gods and they were very powerful and the gods separated them to weaken their power. This still happens to humans. Look at our political scene right now. What did they try to do? Divide us. Because we united, we're more powerful. So do we think that the little Nas video, which I loved, by the way, his visuals were speaking to the Greek mythology of the history of the world, or is it combining some ideas of Christianity along with the Greek myths? Because as it goes along, it seems to focus more on Christian iconography with, you know, the devil and the God. Actually, there is no God that appears in there, is there? I think what Little Nas X does here is he displays on all the ancient references and all of culture. Uh, he did some other videos before. I think one in it, he had like movie references as well as pop culture references. So I think that in this one, he was referencing Greek culture as well as Roman culture, as well as Christian culture. So I think his goal is to reference all. Okay. I say Christian, but he has Satan in it. There's a satanic temple. I think there is some reference to that as well, as his own religious art form, so to speak. There is an ascension where he's going up to heaven. He's going to heaven. You can see an angel at the top in the video. And then the pole comes up from below. He grabs a pole and he pole dances for the entire length of Dante's Inferno into hell. Which is absolutely fantastic. I was like, oh my God, that is some of the most lovely cinematography I've ever seen. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. Right? Because there's such a joy on the way down because he knows where he's going and he's getting what he thinks he wants. And he's telling his own personal story about what it is to fall madly with someone who is deeply flawed and how we tend to make the choice to chase after them to go wherever they are, as opposed to ascending to the heights. There's a scene where he's in, it could be the Colosseum. Uh, it could be being on trial in Athens. And the costuming is sensational. It's still during the time of COVID. So you don't want a bunch of actors around. Every single person is played by him. Right. Which is also hilarious. He's on trial there and the crowd starts throwing things at him. And he gets basically bludgeoned to death with butt plugs. I didn't notice that. Wait, was this in the current video? Go look at it and then pause right when he gets hit in the face. That's a butt plug. Death by butt plug. And when he dies, he ascends into heaven. And you look up there and you can see it going toward an angel, which is a cherubim. Think a seraphim has six wings. A cherubim has two wings, I believe. An archangel. I don't know if he's denied access or the pole comes up and then he spirals down Dante's Inferno. He's a simple spirit as he's going to the pole, but the pole comes down and then he transcends almost into like his superhuman form. When he hits the bottom, the look on his face is like, oh, suki suki, you done it now. And then he slowly, casually walks toward Satan's throne. I find it interesting that in the video, the throne of Satan, we always assume that it's occupied just by one figure. But I think what he's saying there is that, look, anyone can assume that throne. It's not just one person or one being. Interesting. And we can become what we will to become. That's deep. We can become what we will to become.
this is off the subject a little bit. Long time ago, I heard rumors that for a while it was Lucifer, the morning star that ruled, and that Satan, the same Satan that was Satanus from the book of Job, came and kind of did a Nas X on Lucifer and took over the throne. Oh, really? I've never heard that story. I heard so many different legends and that stuff, but I find that interesting because that's basically what Nas X did. He gives Satan a lap dance, then he snaps his neck, the double trick, the double entendre. I thought that was really another classic moment in the video. The CGI was phenomenal. I mean, it absorbs you into it. Yeah, the art direction was absolutely spectacular. It was just a visual feast. It was so lush. For me, being stuck at home for so long with so much discourse around politics and, you know, folks dying at the Capitol, etc. It was like a box of chocolates to watch that video. <laughs> I'm fascinated by the ability of some people to pick out elements and assume automatically that those elements belong to their own culture or their own religious ideologies and then take the freak out stance of we're destroying our culture and Christianity should reign supreme across the world, apparently, as opposed to being able to see something that is an artistic telling of someone's personal story, drawing from a lot of influences, some of which appear to be Christian in nature. But I think we forget that a lot of our collective mythologies have very similar origin stories and that there are often trees and snakes and some dark evil force that has to be confronted. And it, that doesn't just belong to Christianity. Yeah, I agree with that. For those who were offended, oh my God, I can't believe you gave the devil a lap dance. Well, what's the alternative? Would you rather him give God a lap dance? If the answer is yes, you should watch SNL. This is exactly what he did. He gave God a lap dance. Right. Yes, he did. <laughs> I guess Nas can make everybody happy. You know, he gave them both a lap dance. I'm delighted that Saturday Night Live seems to be willing to go where other folks are not going these days. And that kind of harkens back to an ongoing conversation that we've been having about cancel culture. SNL is like, we don't care. We're going to do the satire. We're going to breach the hard subjects and we're going to make fun of all of it. I don't see any other mainstream programming being willing to do that right now, to comment on something as politically and divisive as the Little Nas video seems to be right now. You obviously can't please everybody, and some people you can't ever please. So, you know, the idea of a Black person doing a video that isn't like hardcore rap is insulting to a lot of the right anyway. What do you mean? I haven't heard that kind of conversation going on. I've just heard people saying that's sacrilegious and we're all going to go to hell now. What does that have to do with not presenting oneself as a rap artist? No, I, I think that they're looking for a certain paradigm. I mean, do you think Lil Nas is a rapper? No. There's a lot of people like, oh, this rap music. And again, I think his purpose is really just to troll. The trolling is on several levels. One his own base wants to see him do something provocative. Number two, you know, some say that he was coming out. I think Little Nas came out a while ago. Let me go back a little bit. I think one of the things Little Nas wanted to do was just to continue his creativity. He did a cowboy song. I love that song. It's so good. But a lot of people put him in that box. They're like, okay, well, this is all we expect from him. 
And then he does the Christmas song, I think it's called Panini. That was a little bit different. That's another point I wanted to point out. People got pissed because they said, oh, it dropped on... Easter and Passover. It's Good Friday, last Friday. Like, like Good Friday is the Friday right before Easter, right? Yes. Yes. We're recording this on Easter, by the way. So then the, his video was actually dropped the week before that, which is Palm Sunday, right? Yes. As far as marketing goes, I think the video was dropped at a perfect time. In my opinion, it's all about really it's about marketing. You couldn't drop it on Good Friday because those people are doing other things on Easter. So drop it the week before, and then it blows up all the week before. It's kind of like a lull in entertainment. And so I think his timing on that was excellent. Don't forget there's also spring break for all the kids to then enjoy that song for a week. Good point. Is this spring break in March? I don't know when spring break it is. Spring break in Austin is in March. Spring break rolls over, I think, now for four weeks instead of just one time a year so that there's not a confluence of 18 to 21-year-olds all at the same time. The last thing I want to talk about, there was a pair of shoes attached to the marketing piece. This is all from a song, Call Me By Your Name, Montero. The video came out separately, but then there was a marketing piece attached to it, which was a pair of shoes. Yeah, the shoes are awesome. You go to a company who works to produce viral content like shoes, and they just took interesting elements from the video and said, let's slap it on the shoes and let's, you know, make a limited run of those shoes and charge a lot of money for it. And the most remarkable thing that I found was that all of the folks who were so terribly upset about it then automatically assumed and are now trying to cancel Nike. Nike had nothing to do with the production of the shoes. I don't know. It's just symptomatic of the inability of most of us to do just the minimal amount of research to figure out where the content is coming from, whether or not we can draw certain conclusions. And until we stop doing that, we're just going to be a mess. It's really, really stupid that people would go after Nike and say, oh, it's all their fault. They didn't have anything to do with it. I know. But nevertheless, it was still a really good video. Uh, I enjoyed talking about it. Um, great quotes, great cinematography, great entertainment, great troll. Yeah, fantastic troll. Keep it up out there, Lil Nas X. And for all of you hating, keep on hating. No, don't keep on hating. Grow up. Get a life. Think for yourself instead of having a preacher shove a bunch of concepts down your throat that you don't understand. Remember, they condemn only what they don't understand. Good luck to you either way. Whatever makes you happy. I say the most important thing is, and it harm none, do as ye will. Talk to you later. Ciao. Say that again. Ciao. Please like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 17 minutes podcast. If you're enjoying this show, please share it with your friends and family.
This podcast wouldn't be possible without the support of our sponsors. They're listed on our website and social media. Check them out. most important thing I can say now that later may be true, the light at the end of the tunnel, may be you. Good night, everyone.